The purpose of life is not just to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. A quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, a 19th century American poet, essayist and philosopher. Hello, my name is Malathi and this is my show titled The Impressive Empress. Here we talk to women leaders, women who have had a humble beginning and have forged their way to leadership, a position to which they have been elevated thanks to their selfless efforts at making a positive difference to the world. A social leader is one whose leadership is built upon humility, fairness, kindness and respect, but it is no soft form of power. It is a power that is earned and because of that it carries great weight. It is built upon trust. Our today's guest is one such social leader, Her Excellency Madam Pratibha Parker, an Indian Foreign Service Officer from Mumbai, India. She is currently posted in Frankfurt, Germany, where I had a chat with her to understand what made her the impressive empress. She extended a very warm welcome and made me feel instantly comfortable. Good afternoon, Ms. Pratibha, ma'am. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, taking this time out and talk to me today. Our show is called The Impressive Empress, where we try to understand how leadership works with women and understand the various aspects of being a woman and being a leader. Okay. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. Please briefly introduce yourself. Pratibha Parker, I'm Indian Foreign Service Officer for 2000 Batch. And in last 18 years, I have worked in four different countries. My first posting was in Moscow, in Russia, where I worked from 2002 to 2006. Then I went back to India and I was working in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. At that time, I was handling India's affairs with Myanmar. Then again, for three years, I worked in Jakarta, our Indian embassy in Jakarta, and I was officer there who was uh, looking after commercial relations between India and Indonesia. Uh, then I moved to New York and I was a counselor there uh, in the permanent mission of, uh, of India to the United Nations. And at that time India was a member of the Security Council so I could participate in uh, various meetings for the Security Council and I also could work for the multilateral uh, things. Mm -hmm. Then again I went back to India and I was handling India's relations with Bangladesh and Myanmar. It's a very uh, good experience mm -hmm. because both the countries are close neighbors of India. Mm -hmm. And then after working there in Delhi for three years I was appointed as Consul General of India in Frankfurt and since August 2017 I have been working as Consul General of India in Frankfurt. Mm. And a little bit about your family now? My husband is uh, consul general in Munich. Up to now, up till now, we also he also moved with me everywhere. Like we were together in Moscow, Jakarta, Delhi, yeah. and uh, New York. And uh, now he is gone as a consul general in Munich, mm -hmm. and we have one daughter. Very nice. So you've uh, moved across four countries now. Yeah. How has it been as a woman to to be moving from one place to another? You probably have certain difficulties, you have certain advantages. Could you please talk a little bit about that? 
I would not say that there were certain advantages or disadvantages because I was a woman first of all I must say that I must thank government of India because we went everywhere as a government of India officers and we have been having establishments for many many years in these countries like we have been having diplomatic relations with uh, Indonesia Moscow and even in New York mm-hmm. so uh, there is a kind of comfort because there are many people who have worked before you and when you go there you have your colleagues uh, you have your own family of kind of a family you can say mm-hmm. of embassy officials or consulate officials who provide you all guidance who give who support you when you go to the new country so that advantage i always had as a foreign service officer plus my husband is also foreign service officer and he was always with me wherever i went so we we were there together mm-hmm. except for moscow where i went one year before him mm-hmm. but because of the support of embassy officers and all we settled down very quickly but that's part of our service that every 3 years we move to some other country so yeah. there is towards the end of tenure there is always a feeling that okay now you are uh, shifting to another country mm. you have to again pack everything again open everything and until and unless you settle down and you have your things in place as a woman you don't feel settled i don't know yeah. how a man feels but mm. un, uh, as a woman i think once you have uh, your house in order you have your kitchen in order then only <laughs> you feel settled so that maybe that is a small i think a difference between man and woman i can say otherwise i did not face any problem as a woman officer. as a woman officer mm-hmm. and how how was it adjusting to these various different countries and with various each time you go to a new place the team is going to be different for you mm-hmm. and understanding the dynamics of the team itself is a challenge these days mm-hmm. i come from the it sector we work with the same team for a few years and uh, it's not easy so uh, how do you see our uh, establishment is different in a way that because we or wherever we work we have few local staffs and uh, half of uh, 50% of the people are also like india based officials so they also keep moving for every 3 years mm. so when you go to a new place there are some people who are already there for one and one and half year and soon they will be transferred during your tenure some new people come that permanent team working with the permanent team that experience we never get mm. you know because mm. our team is always changing or ship uh, so that is there otherwise the countries are where four countries in which i worked they were completely different mm. moscow it was very cold in new york i could meet people from different uh, countries uh, there were always so many indians there were people from other countries like china korea and uh, because i was working for the un of course my colleagues were from 180 countries each country offered some different experience i enjoyed it mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think it has enriched my life wow that's very nice way of putting it <laughs> enriching my life couple of points that <laughs> on that man what what have you gained by uh, traveling to so many places and learning and absorbing the different cultures i grew up in mumbai in a middle class family my father worked for bombay porters and my mother worked for income tax so we had a comfortable life but of course very simple life uh, 
we actually did not go out of mumbai uh, my uh, we have been like living in mumbai for three generations my gra- since my grandfather's time so basically mumbai girls so we did not travel much uh, i grew up completely in mumbai and i had not seen many other cities even you can say from other cities in india when i went to delhi for the first time it was an experience for me in uh, even visiting delhi was an experience mm. and then uh, then we moved to different countries so you can say half of life you are like you i grew up in particular <laughs> building or what you say uh, mm. environment i had same neighbors same friends mm. everything and then suddenly i was traveling yeah uh, every 3 years uh, and get getting new experience so i think that's also very nice because uh, each country uh, i must say that each and every posting wherever i worked i enjoy i enjoyed each and every country and um, i could meet so many people as i said that in new york i was uh, i had friends from 190 different countries mm-hmm. and learning new languages like i learned russian i learned bhasha indonesia when i was mm-hmm. in jakarta so it was uh, learning about the history of those countries learning about their geography reading some literature from that country how why these people are behaving in a particular way what was why their psychology uh, is in a particular way because there is a lot of history also into that so uh, learning about all these things was an experience in itself and mm-hmm. i enjoyed it that's really very interesting because uh, um when we are like you said uh, living in the same building or living in the same environment we only have a certain small set of culture or small set of people with whom we can associate yes. this suddenly expands you and uh, gets you to understand yes. people from a very different light mm. it's very interesting but uh, wherever you go i'm sure uh, you must have had some kind of uh, a dissent or a dissidents who are generally not seeing things the way you see or uh, things may not actually work out the way you want it to work out Malti, I must tell situation. you, I have. I'm very positive person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if there had been any negative things, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I would look at it in a very negative uh, way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I maybe it's thankful to my parents mm-hmm. who always taught to look at the things in a very positive way. So for certain things, people may say that there those were difficulties, but I cannot say because I it's not my nature. Cannot say that I had any <laughs> any problem in my life. Touch wood, but uh, that way people always ask me whether did you face any problem because you were women. Frankly speaking, I have stopped thinking of me as a woman long back. I don't consider it like oh I I I have forgotten that way. Okay. I don't think uh, or I don't think in that way mm-hmm. that I am a woman. Uh, I and I have to. do particular thing no hmm. so i don't face i if i am facing any problem i am facing it because as a human being mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. i have never looked at it from the gender perspective I never faced any problem maybe because of that people are very positive to me when we are able to rise above our negativities mm-hmm. or above our personal limitations i think we are able to see things in a very different perspective mm-hmm. but within a team also ma'am sometimes there may be someone one element or the other who doesn't cooperate 
so how do you handle that if somebody doesn't cooperate i will be a strict person i always believe in uh, family values and i if you could find out from my team uh, consulate also here also i always try to encourage people to work in team hmm. i believe that uh, some every person has some strength and every person has some weakness so if people uh, work together as a team then it is going to be helpful to or beneficial official to everyone even you you could be very intelligent i tell my people over here you could be very intelligent and you could be very smart i accept but when you work in your team you will not get that recognition like mm. okay nobody will appreciate you as an individual you will also uh, if there is a praise you will have to share that with everyone and if there is a mistake you that also even if you have not committed any mistake you will have to share the responsibility but ultimately when a team wins it's a team you, uh, you must have experienced even when we india wins uh, in any match everybody is so happy and mm. enjoying and everybody is happy that's i always try to encourage them to work in a team and mm. if somebody refuses to work in a team then i'll i will try to take some disciplinary action against them <laughs> always i want that people should work in a team that's what i also try uh, in frankfurt that uh, india fest was was an outcome of the team work mm. so not that consulate worked alone or any particular association work but we all work together mm. there are 30 associations we all work together and that's i think that because we come from indian family system mm. where we have been taught to work together so i think that is the thing that i get mm-hmm. it's very nice uh, i'm really happy that you mentioned that here <laughs> but could you tell me how many of the women actually come into uh, doing this foreign service indian foreign service earlier not many women uh, came to foreign service very few but uh, now the number is increasing sometimes some of the batches we have 50% uh, women mm-hmm. and even if not 50% at least 30 40% women are there in the recent mm-hmm. batches mm-hmm. so i think up till 2000 till my batch there were hardly any like suppose if a batch is of 10 people so there used to be only one or two women in that batch but mm-hmm. now number is increasing women are finding this career also very attractive so what motivated you to join this and uh, did you have any mentors no, was i was preparing for civil services as such not particularly for foreign service i would have been happy if I, even if i have got uh, administrative service or other services so i was preparing as such for civil services mm-hmm. and i'm very lucky and fortunate that i got foreign service so what gives you the maximum joy to be uh, working as an ifs officer i think i can represent india so well uh, outside it gives me an opportunity to promote india's trade to promote india's culture and also to help people here uh, indians i can also tell them like i visit lot of universities and try to find out whether there could be some cooperation between indian universities and german universities but at the same time when i went go to visit universities and i meet the indian students i'll tell them that see indian consulate is here it's like home away home you have to if you face any problem we are there for you so that is also like it's not only bilateral relation but also helping people over here indians also over here that gives me immense satisfaction even if i can help 
two or three people like we are here we are in frankfurt lot of people uh, get into trouble at the frankfurt airport when either they are while they are going to us or canada sometimes some old people they fall sick mm. something then we always rush to their help quickly we have had my colleagues along with our colleagues we have always taken care of old people who have fallen sick at the airport we have provided them food mm-hmm. there are so many people who uh, whose bags are stolen there Uh, they lose their passport that time also we have extended help some unfortunately during some death cases also mm. so i think that's uh, that you are of some use to uh, people who are in need who are in distress and you can bring them some satisfaction some smile on their face it's very uh, it's very nice feeling it is gives you immense satisfaction is this how you wanted your life to be yes from the beginning from the beginning so you were very clear that you wanted to be serving or representing your country i always thought myself to be like i could be of some help to people no i could be some even if i could do some little i cannot say that i could work like some social workers or that but that feeling was always in my mind that i should be of some little help to somebody like some people you know whoever that might be like we were in mumbai we we have that culture in mm. mumbai that because it's so crowded and people are always face so many problems you know day to day life so you help out people that culture is there no you, uh, if you are traveling in metro trains mm. there used to be like floods so we used to come together with unknown people home uh, or we used to walk through the streets for 4 hours 5 hours together with unknown people i i remember there were uh, there was a flood in our area and we had uh, given shelter to at least lot of people from nearby slum in our house so we we were providing them food i think that's that way i'm not saying that way but i should be of some help to some people i could be then it it gives you satisfaction i think that way if we can promote indian trade uh, if some indian company gets a business here ultimately it's a business for india yeah. not for that company so that way i look at it if i could help any indian traders or when i was in uh, jakarta there were lot of people who could come to find some coal mine and some this thing and if i could help them then it's you feel no you are uh, helping uh, or you are some uh, little bit uh, contributing to your country yeah. whatever small one person you are instrumental in getting business for mm-hmm. your country or in getting investment for your country so that happiness uh, mm. it's not like if some other uh, company is getting business or some other trader is getting business i am not getting anything out of it but i am getting immense satisfaction that satisfaction is uh, uh, i think that i get from this service no that's what i am if i am helping even one family then it's uh, much more like that day is very uh, good day. you've lived your day yeah you lived your day it's a nice way of celebrating success or uh, defining success today when uh, we are all running behind the materialistic things they the difference between the needs and the wants are yes. not there not there people uh, run behind very silly things and uh, think that only that is going to give them happiness or satisfaction and uh, it's it's uh, nice that uh, you have a higher <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's what our uh, philosophy has taught us karma karma siddhanta if you yeah, yeah. believe in that i believe in that i yes. guess if you do your karma and mm. 
if you see smile on somebody else's face uh, then you are yeah, yeah live your day live your day said live your day what is your purpose of you have said that uh, being in foreign service helps you help others or help india and uh, but as a person what is the purpose of your life do you think you know that have you cracked the code or uh, you are happy with the way things are as such i uh, i'm very happy the way things are going i have uh, as i told you i have served in different countries wherever i worked i tried my best i tried to be sincere and i tried my best each and every day gave me something some satisfaction so purpose of life is like do my karma without any attachment mm. and 100% at the end of the day i feel uh, happy or i feel satisfied about what i did in the during the day even as a mother or even as a officer i can sleep immediately that thing that's uh, that's the thing i don't think much about tomorrow mm. and i don't regret about my past I very much live in the present mm. so i'm enjoying even right now giving you the interview that's very important man thank you so much <laughs> Yeah I mean I'm also enjoying this conversation and I'm learning a lot from you and that is the purpose of this interview that uh, we learn uh, the listeners also benefit from this now moving different countries for me I've moved within Germany also a few times but any move brings with it a lot of tension a lot of stress and you have moved uh, different countries how has the family adjusted to that and uh, as a woman you said uh, my kitchen has to be set how do you handle that and how do you bring that balance between your the, uh, the professional life and your personal life this is for the first time that me and my husband are not living together like he is uh, living in munich i am living in frankfurt so up till now i had his support also uh, whenever we settled uh, our house uh, but yes that's a bit i don't Very like the things that packing things and moving to this other city and again then one or two months uh, it takes two three months to settle down even even when we went to delhi mm. we had this uh, transition period yeah. during which we had to but once everything is settled down then uh, life is much easier for my child i think my daughter i think it had been uh, i think she faced she suffered a lot every year she had to almost it, it had happened for last four five years that every year she's changing her school i'm sure that she must be facing lot of problems because every time she has to make new friends every time she has to adjust with the new school new teacher new system mm. i try my best to be with her and to give uh, my support to her so um, but ultimately she has to under undergo everything and uh, i have had such a uh, settled life i told you that i uh i was at one place only until i joined foreign service so same set of friends in the school and same set of friends in the college and then same set of friends uh in the society uh, where i lived and uh, all my relatives also almost 90% of them lived in mumbai mm. so um we have uh, i ha- i knew every one like i did not adjust with anything I I feel sorry for my da- daughter mm-hmm. that she has to suffer so much because of our career uh, but I try my best and I think that she will also gain something from this I'm sure ma'am and what would be your advice for the uh, young girls or uh, anybody who wants to join this uh, service 
I would uh, definitely encourage them to join foreign service. It offers much more, like really wide experience. Uh, I'm sure they would enjoy. And I, I believe that whichever career, I'm not saying that foreign service. If they whatever career they choose, they they should choose. Uh, like they should make their own choice. Nobody should force them to make a particular choice. I think because you are you are happy if you are enjoying what you are doing. Ultimately, your job or whatever work, even um, if even if you are housewife, if you are enjoying that what work you are doing, then only you could be happy. So I think the work is more uh, work is important. What work you are doing, what job you are doing, is secondary thing. You have to do some karma, some work in your life, and you have to enjoy that work. If you are enjoying that, then any career is good for you. I think in the, even in police service, if you are enjoying that to be a job, then it's a best career for you. So you first look into your mind to find out what uh, what is your choice, what do you enjoy, or what is your liking, and then you do you choose your career. Don't do it because your parents are asking you to do, or don't do any uh, career because your friends are doing it. And I would definitely recommend if uh, them. Uh, this foreign service hmm. what what are the advantages it offers to a woman i would say that my service foreign uh, ministry our ministry has always been very fair to the women women have always been given very important posts you can see that our foreign minister is sushma uh, hmm. swaraj we have had uh, foreign secretaries and all the important ambassador in berlin mrs mukta tomar so our ministry has always given all important posts uh, postings to women there was never i have never seen any discrimination uh, mm-hmm. in the ministry i think uh, the career uh, so that way i i think it's elite service it gives fair chance and opportunities to both men and women mm-hmm. and when you go abroad or when you are you have uh, you can uh, interact with so many other people who can do more networking so that way life is also safe and secure it's not that it comes with the added perks of safety and security what is your view on the current discussion or importance of women empowerment that we see around the world i think every women uh, like it's very good but it it should happen because if mother if mother is uh, a role model for a child you do not require any other uh, role model for uh, for your future generation you know if they see that their mothers are doing so well in their life and they are also holding some important uh, charge or whatever important position then they uh, automatically the children are also going to get inspired both son and daughter so uh, i definitely uh, in favor of uh, i mean i what favor everybody everybody is in favor of that women empowerment yeah yeah everybody understands the importance of uh, giving fair chance to girls and uh, to women any any other points that you want to share uh, i think you are doing a wonderful job it should inspire a lot more women it should uh, inspire them to uh, what you are uh, trying uh, your objective women empowerment i think but what is your opinion on women as a leader as such are uh, women suited to be leaders of is course they are born leaders you know because they have been uh, they have been taking care of their family first as a leader also and when women become leaders they come with lot many 
other uh, like understanding no mm-hmm. they understand other people so well because they have been trained to i don't know but i feel that as a woman it is easier to read other people's mind it is easier to understand other people sympathize with them or empathize with them so as a leader of course you have to lead the people you have to guide them you have to take them uh, to a, or you have to make them to work in a particular direction and you understand them what's going on in their mind then you can definitely guide them in a right way can you know you can keep people together what i say that as a team and also guide them and also take can take them in the right direction so mm. i think uh, it's a, it's very natural for a woman to become a leader ah very well said ma i always say that uh, today's world people are talking more of uh, eq the emotional quotient mm. as against uh, iq mm. the intelligence quotient I think women already have a very high level of EQ mm. which they can utilize um, as leaders. Yes. <laughs> We have an added advantage. We have an added advantage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Some people just seem to be born with impressive social skills while for others it can be a struggle. Whether or not a leader is born as a social leader, social skills something that can be learned and practiced acquiring social leadership skills through relationship building and community connectivity is more important than ever before for becoming and being an effective leader with a very modest beginning madam parker has worked her way up her ladder with sheer passion and dedication she is fearless enigmatic affable and resourceful qualities that help keep her fire on she exhibits her benevolence to the people around her both in her public as well as her private life staying rooted to her tradition and culture when change was the only constant has enriched her life it has helped her retain her individuality through the constantly changing environments today when the majority of the people are running behind all things materialistic thinking that this is going to give them happiness or satisfaction she considers her purpose of life is to do her karma without any attachment and give it her 100% salutations to such inspirers in our lives Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you ma'am. Thank you so much once again for the time and all the valuable inputs. Thank you so much for listening in. I look forward to receiving your comments at empress@bhogya.online on how you like this conversation and if you found it inspiring. I would also be glad to receive any questions you would like me to ask our next guest. Please also visit us at https://bhogya.online/theimpressiveempress b h o g y a . o n l i n e to get to know more of such leaders and how you can lead like the impressive empress bye until the next time and take care